quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. It's me and I'm back. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. It's Michelle and I'm here and we're talking about this idea of sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And I find this with my private clients a lot. I found this in our membership a lot that sometimes the behavior of our children gets worse when we start using connection before it gets better. And that can be a really hard pill to swallow because if you're starting this parenting method, you're probably starting it because things aren't that good anyway. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just trying to enhance what you have. But I do find that when we really stop punishing or using consequences or yelling or lecturing or correcting, that often kids kind of, they like have a little bit of a free for all. They're like, oh, no more of these false constraints here keeping me tamped down, keeping my behavior, quote unquote, in check, at least some, I'm going to go all out. I'm not doing anything anyone says. I'm exerting my free will. You've been controlling me for too long. And now I am going, I'm coming out of my shell. And that can happen for kids, especially, you know, the strong-willed kids. And even I see some, you know, more agreeable kids who finally are like, oh, I can push back too. I can have a voice too. I can have my feelings too. And that's the other piece. It's not only does the cooperation sometimes get a little wonky, but also the big feelings really start to come out. Like, I mean, in depending how old your kids are. So if your kids are older, I see a lot more feelings and a lot stronger feelings come out because maybe they've been stuffed down for years. And I saw that with Esme when she was, um, we started when she was five. And she, man, that girl had a lot of feelings, but because, you know, I was out of control. I was, I was a really controlling mom. And I think um, it weighed heavy on her. And when I started allowing those feelings to come out, 
whew, she was out of control. I mean, two-hour tantrums rolling around on the ground trying to headbutt me and trying to like really like just be really icky, spitting like a lot of things. It was it was not manageable. And it was hard because I didn't know how to hold space and I didn't know how to be that present. And I was having my own feelings and I was trying to reparent myself and you know, trying to fix my own inner dialogue and a list that is insurmountable of things I was trying to do. And she couldn't help it. She just needed to get them out. So things got worse in some ways. Now, when we say worse, what do we really mean? And I talked about this in another podcast, like what does it mean to be it's working and and what does it mean to get worse? It's the same kind of idea. Like it got worse. Their behavior got worse, quote unquote. If you're looking at a metric of old societal standards where you're supposed to behave and not have your feelings. But is it worse to have your feelings and to have some pushback? Is that bad? Or is that just part of a process that is necessary for somebody to remedy the old hurts that they're feeling? But it's hard to get there. It's hard to get to that enlightened place. Oh yeah, these are just big feelings. Or oh yeah, you know, they're just pushing back because it's they've been tamped down for so long. It's hard to get this this enlightened place to see it because you're so in the trenches and you're you know you're in the bedroom for an hour having a tantrum or you're having the kid who won't do anything and you're like how am I going <laughs> to I guess we don't brush teeth you know for 2 weeks and so it can be really hard that transition and that getting quote unquote getting worse but if we can reframe it a little bit and say is it getting worse or are we really allowing space for our kids to offload and Eventually, I started to feel really kind of bad, like, oh my gosh, she has so much stuff in there. And Pia too, you know, I don't know if you listen to podcasts a lot, you'll hear me talk about how Pia finally started having her feelings too. And I talk about it in my book a lot too. I have a good section on Pia in there, just talking about how I thought, oh, she was like this compliant kid who made me feel like I was doing something right as a mom. And then all of a sudden she had all these feelings. So it got worse, quote unquote, right? Or is it worse? Or or is it better? Is it better to get your feelings out? Is it better to have a place to have an opinion? Is it better to be able to, you know, have free will? And is it harder on us? Yes, absolutely. So darn hard on us. But is it better? Or is it worse? And I think if we can take the better and the worse out of it and just say it's necessary. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. BiHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about BiHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? 
let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. It's absolutely necessary for kids to offload those icky feelings. And it's absolutely necessary for them to find their internal compass when it comes to cooperation and, you know, being able to function in a home. And do we want to force them to do those things through these punitive measures of consequences and punishments and punitivity and all of that? Do we want to force them to quote unquote cooperate or behave? Or do we want them to do it on their own authentically and organically because they want to? And isn't that better? But the process is arduous and nobody will argue that the process is not arduous. It's excruciating sometimes. My poor sweet clients, sometimes I just, I want to go get through the Zoom and just hug them because it's like, I know, I understand. It's so hard to stick in there though. Don't give up on it because it's necessary. And it really puts us through the ringer and it really puts us in a, in a tough spot, especially if you're the preferred parent. I have a client right now. They've got three kids and the mom's a preferred parent and she's getting feelings from all three kids at the same time. And they're like, you know, the 12-year-old, the 9-year-old, the 6-year-old, and everyone's having feelings all the time. And it's unmanageable for her because she's taking it all on and it's excruciatingly hard. She's also building in deep wells of connection, but it's... It's hard to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to really do all this so I can have an amazing relationship with my kid while they're like, you know, screaming in your face and throwing things at you. That's really hard and it's hard to endure. But when that, when that like volcano kind of erupts and that initial time your child has a a tantrum or the first time your child has one of these tantrums where you're able, able to sit through, it unleashes lots of stuck old feelings. So if your kid's getting really mad about not being able to sit at the right place at the table, and then they have a meltdown that's colossal where they're on the floor screaming and yelling and thrashing about, you can for sure think in your mind, maybe it's not necessarily about the place they sat at the table, but perhaps it is the time I yelled at them or the time they didn't think it was fair with their sister and they got in trouble or the time they got in trouble at school or the time they just had an upset with a friend. You can think it's like all these old hurts and they're coming out because they found some weird thing that slightly bothered them and they used it as a way to get all the deep things out. And when those deep things come out, if it's really, really strong, we can think to ourselves, you know, this is old stuff and maybe that will help us think. 
it's not getting worse. It's actually getting better because we're getting that stuff out of their psyche. And if you have the kid who's pushing him back, who's saying no, asserting themselves, refusing to do things, they're finding their way. The pendulum swing too far to the right. It's way too far to the right and they're really feeling their oats. But if you allow it to, it will swing back the other way and it will kind of glide at, you know, at six, at six o'clock and hopefully it will find like a, a less severe swing, right? The, the swing will become just a little less and the pushback will be more, you know, in line with what is developmentally appropriate. But trying to really reframe this idea that sometimes we have more feelings, we have more pushback gets worse, quote unquote, not really, before it gets better, if that makes any sense. And to to stick in there. So sometimes people will say, well, when I go to my child with empathy and understanding for their really big feelings, they tell me to go away. They tell me that they don't want me here and that I'm making it worse. And it almost seems to make their feelings bigger and worse. And I always say, that's a great thing. You're doing it. That's incredible. Your loving presence allowed them to offload the most ickiest of feelings. What a gift you are giving your child. They will never experience that in any other relationship in their life, likely. Maybe if they're lucky in their romantic relationship, they'll get a partner like that. But probably you'll be the only person that's able to hold space for your kid like that. And you'll be able to endure those big, ugly feelings. And that will cement your bond they probably won't experience it anywhere else. So while you're thinking it's worse, be also thinking that I'm their safe place. I'm able to make this happen for them. So maybe it'll get worse before it gets better, but maybe that worse is better. I hope that makes sense. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here and I'll see you all next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.